By the time we got home on Friday, I got unpacked, I got settled, and I was depleted. 
Um, I think I could work on my sermon. So. Last week we learned in Romans 8 um, how the world is broken. Things aren't set right. And how God himself longs for creation to be made right again. And so, That one made sense a lot this week. There are times we need the Holy Spirit to come alongside us. And I love how God us that when we don't know what to pray, God's not shooting us for that. God's not looking down like God. You should Whereas when I was a kid, that wasn't the case. Still be good if there was no cell phone. I have a really big story that I don't know if I'll have time for, so I'm, I'm gauging the time of how God let me do it. It was really cool. So, 
TMI, but it's the same word that's used, it's used when women are in labor and they're pushing and there's growing and it's so intense. So imagine the Holy Spirit coming us and working for us, interceding with us, getting that mark that we never did. And when we get This isn't a verse that we can memorize to use it. Relationship with Jesus. The verse is talking about the destiny. And he Jesus. I can't. 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 I can't
Sometimes you feel that in our soul, right? I can't do it. I can't. It's hard. And I love how the verse is like, because it's that's it's hard against someone who follows God. Like you're you're charging yourself, like I can't do it. And you can yourself. And verse 44 says, We can condemn. What only just at times, Jesus, he's sitting at the right hand of God, advocating for us. He is interceding for us. Jesus is already hitting that mark that we have missed. God is for you. God has freely given his son for us. He has given us all things we need to obey and to live for God. How much someone might say to tell us that we can't live a holy life, no matter how much we tell ourselves we can't live a holy life, the author reminds us that this is a what God is doing. This is what we to do our own strength, with our own groanings. Really, really, there's a lot of verses that drive home the point that we don't do this alone. That we are with God and God is with us, that God loves us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. There's so many verses. Nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And here's where I would love that church to be better. I've heard a lot of people talk about God and God's love, and they didn't do well. I know many people that have heard that God loves me because I've never gone without food. I've just never gone without food many times. That was devastating. Because if no one about food, does that mean God didn't love me? Or if people say, well, I know God loves me because I've never been homeless. Well, you talk about this stuff about the street? No. God loves everyone. I'm talking about separating from the love of God. So be careful, church. Be careful. Be grateful for the blessings you have. But they are not God's love. God loves everyone. God created everyone. God wants to be everyone. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. I love the verses. Neither death, nor life, nor illness, nor principalities, nothing present, nor power, nor height, nor death, nor anything that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. But I'm pretty sure this is written during a time when Christians were persecuted. And they needed more than just God loves me because I can't. They needed to know that God loves them always. This is a commentary that just resonated with me this week. Not to believe it from Christ. And that is enough. God, thank you for all the ways that you have for us. Spiritually, physically, all of it. Help us remember that this is not the case. You need to be able to 
I didn't know what to pray. This is how the Holy Spirit worked. I was 18. I spent most of my summer in Egypt, Alaska. Um, it's a small little fishing village. There's about 80 people that live through year-round, but it blooms during the fishing season. I signed up to help my grandparents. That was my help because I get seasick. So I stayed at home in the kitchen. And I made sure to cook and clean and that everything was ready when they came home from a hard day of work. So there was one day I was sitting alone and I felt this to pray for one of my camp leaders, Mr. C. Anyway, I had a prayer journal. I wrote in my journal, God, I don't know why, but I need to pray for Mr. C right now. I don't know why. I don't know why. And God, I feel like I need to pray for his help. I don't know why. But I want to pray. And I have to tell that urgency in every way. I have to help Mr. C. God, help Mr. C. in his health. Help Mr. C. God, help Mr. C. Mr. C.'s health. I'm praying, God, just, just help. And I pray that he takes the aid. request. I mean, I'm not my parents. Help is something everyone has. It's okay to pray. That's just so urgent. I'm praying. And Months later, I get to camp, running around saying hi to all my friends, and there's my sister. I'm like, I was being dramatic. Simmer down, Tony Jane. And while I was at the week of camp, he mentioned that he had bipolar surgery. Oh, thank you. So I wasn't like, you know, kind of out of line. I, I prayed, and that's cool. He's had surgery. And then, I Mr. C. left in the services, and he shifted. About his surgery. He said, I drink surgery. I'm so great. I didn't realize that at that time. But most people don't drink. And so he said, when he was reading, he was weak. He was in this rainstorm and he was being washed down the gutter. He was not wearing a stitch of clothing. He was just leaving and debris. And he's just completely. He's got nothing. And he's walking down the gutter toward a storm drain. And it was a type of great storm drain that could open and shut. And he knew. He knew that if he went the next one to that's it. And he cried out to God, God, save me. God, rescue me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. And God didn't just rescue him. And he's like, God, I've not served you my whole life in mystery. So he's dreaming and he's crying to God. And then he feels something. And he looks, and all around him are hands. Hands, hands, hands everywhere. What are these hands? And he said, These are the hands who are praying for you right now. And those hands lifted him and brought him to safety. You're not supposed to dream during surgery. This is the dream again. Surgery went awry. We thought that it was so 
So much because it was in my heart. I'm being dramatic. I start praying. I pray and I pray and I pray. And there are times where I know and there are a lot of times I have no idea what I will say. I trust that the Holy Spirit puts on our hearts who we need to be praying for. I just keep praying. So I'm so God, 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 God comes alongside of us and helps us in our weakness. And we have another song.
God is equipping you to obey God in the midst of your sins. Do you want to go with knowledge that our own strength and power. We need God's grace, Holy Spirit, and we need one another. As well as we can, Lord, help us to be forced in the midst of the new